podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Hey, it's Bill, and you're tuned into the Pennsylvania at the Pennsylvania Rock Show. Three questions in a song, episode number 87, where the title of the podcast says everything you need to know, except for it doesn't. It is not going to be three questions. It may be more like 300. Uh, with me on episode number 87 are Nick and Ashton from Unwanted Downfall. What's up, gentlemen? What's up? What's up? See, I was telling you the whole backstory before we came on the air, and <laughs> 642 episodes sticks a little more than 87. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But together, that's a lot of a lot of talking. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of talking. So um, let's start off with a cliche, easy question um, before we warm you up and, and throw you into the fire with the normal questions. <laughs> okay. So, Unwanted Downfall. Where did that name come from? Okay, so <clears throat> this is uh, our old name used to be All Above, and this is when Ashton wasn't in the band. So we have our drummer, Ben, but he couldn't make it. He's working right now. So we were talking in this chat. We were coming up with a new name because we were like, All Above doesn't stick right for the kind of music we make. So we were coming up with names. Ashton came up with something with down. I want to say it was like Thieves Downfall. Yes, which is came. which is a reference to Harry Potter. And then um, I yeah, and then I came up with me or Ben came up with something that had downfall in it. And then Ben, like thirty seconds later, was unwanted downfall, and we all were like, "Yeah, that sticks." All right, let's go back to the Harry Potter reference for a second, though, because I should know that, and it, I it completely went over my head. So. It is in one of the later books. It's when Harry, Hermione, and Ron go to Gringotts and they're like going to steal something. And I think they get dressed up as someone or like have a cloaking spell. And the thing that stops them is the Thieves' Downfall. And I've always thought that was like a cool band name. Cool. I didn't even know that. Now I, now I have to go look that up because I can't believe I don't remember it. <laughs> um, My wife probably does. I'll ask her when we're done. She'll probably be like, oh, yeah, it's. <laughs> uh, anyway, not my not my daughters. They're not that far into the books yet. <laughs> and they're not allowed to watch the movie until they see the or yeah, until they read that book. <laughs> I, I haven't I don't think I've ever watched any of the movies. I'm going to be honest. I will be one second. Okay. Oh, his dog's going off. <laughs> All right. So here's where I put him on the spot and he doesn't know it because he's not here. Tell me, tell me about an embarrassing moment that's happened in the band that Ashton caused. <laughs> oh, I got the perfect. So we were playing oh, okay. a. Sh- you want me to uh, still say it? Yeah, keep going. <laughs> okay. So. We were playing a show. It was at uh, Steamworks Creative I f- is um, in Gibsonia, I believe. Yep. And we're sitting there, and we're about to get our gear out. We were, like, testing our gear. I just got a new guitar that day. I was tuning it. We were in the I car. I think he, ju- he just figured out what the question is. Keep going. I know <laughs> at this moment. And <laughs> we closed everything, and then we're chilling, watching one of the bands back inside. We come outside and we're about to like go grab our gear. And then um, we grab all the doors, they're all locked. And then we go and try to find the key. The key's in the car. So his girlfriend had to go to his house, drive all the way back up to where we were, grab the key. And then we ended up like playing the show on time and everything. So it all worked out, but that's gotta be one of the most embarrassing things that he's done. Hey Ashton, it's only fair. Tell me something that Nick has done that's embarrassing for the band. Um, so there was a show at my mom's work. It was like a summer kickoff event. And he brought one guitar, hadn't changed the strings in like, who knows how long. Strings break. He has to leave the work, go like, 20 30 minutes to back to my house grab strings retune grab another guitar 
and then he comes back and like by the time he gets back everyone's gone <laughs> i would like to say the ride only took 10 minutes because it was your dad driving he does drive pretty fast <laughs> Okay, so Ashton's dad is now disowning Ashton and not allowing Nick in the house. Um, <laughs> all right, so if you could play any venue in the world, what Ooh. venue would you want to play at? <clears throat> all right, I got mine. So one of my favorite bands is uh, Alkaline Trio. I've been a fan of them for like years now. And it's, uh, I'm pretty sure the venue doesn't like, they don't do shows there anymore, but some of their first shows, I want to say it was called the Fireside Bowl or something like that. It's in Chicago. And I think that that'd be a pretty cool place to play at just from, that was where they started. So I'd like to like play where they started. You want to cover that one, Ashton? Or Uh, I don't have anywhere I'd rather play. Stage AE would be cool, but. Other than that, I got nothing. All right. So when you guys are in Chicago, see what I did there. When you're there, make sure you stop at Buddy Guy's Legends. Okay. You know who Buddy Guy is? Uh, it sounds familiar, but I'm not oh, 100% certain. See, there's the. I'm going to educate you guys for a moment. So Buddy <laughs> Guy is a blues guitarist who is probably in his 80s now. Oh, okay. Uh, very, very legendary. He has Grammys. He's in Halls of Fames. Um, he actually lives upstairs, and he owns owns this restaurant that has a venue in it. Um, oh, okay. Um, my brother and I went there, and uh, while we were eating lunch, there was a guy s- sitting on stage playing acoustic blues. It was awesome. Yeah. So you have to check that out while you're in Chicago. Okay. And maybe, when we are. And maybe you'll luck out, and Buddy will be downstairs. He was not downstairs when I was there. <laughs> That would be pretty cool. Um, so Metallica has played in Antarctica, and Kiss has played in a bay in Australia to great white sharks. What non-traditional venue would you like to play at? I gotta think about that one. <laughs> I, I want to be the first band to play in space. That'd be interesting. But something on Mars a bit more... or on the moon? We'll be a bit more realistic. We'll say the moon. All right. So now I have to turn to science teacher for a second. So do you know how sound works? No. All right. So there's particles Ooh. in the air, right? Okay. And when you're playing something, you're, the vibrations from your instruments are making those particles move. And okay. that's how sound travels. You so, have to you have to play somewhere where there's particles to move. What so, if we went all digital? <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna broadcast it like over Bluetooth or something? One, yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that answer. <laughs> but so, something more realistic would be like put a trailer on the back of a truck and go somewhere random and just start playing. Ooh. In Area 51. Oh, that, I like that answer. <laughs> we might get like a minute in there and then we'll probably probably get like, <laughs> And then no one will good. see you again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. To become part of the lore. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we'll get famous. Oh. The band that another... played in Area 51. All right, so that popped a question into my head. And you can't answer playing at Area 51. Okay, so I used to teach social studies, and I was flipping through the book, and I found this guy who died in, like, 1958, and he looks exactly like my college roommate, who is currently alive, for the record. And I sent him a message and asked him what he was doing in my in my social studies book. And I'm not going to tell you what he said, but um, the question is, years from now, I'm flipping through a social studies book and I find unwanted downfall in the social studies book. How did you get there? Oh, um, that's a, that's a hard one. Cause I don't know what we could do to get in there. 
Got to think of a good one. Yeah. Ashton, this is something that you would answer. You would have a perfect answer for this. Um, that may be true, but right now he's sitting in the room and I can't believe Nick got me to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See? Hey, hey, no, that's that's what Ben would be like. If Ben was here, yeah. he'd say a maximum of three words. He'd be like, hi, I'm Ben. That's all you'd hear. <laughs> that's all you get from him anytime you talk to him. Honestly, I don't really have an I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. Okay, Big, that... It will be, will be somewhere in music, like biggest rock band. We'll see. They'll be, they'll be talking about music and how to find it, and then they'll be us because we're just that we're just that good. No, we're not. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. You're trying to sell your band. <laughs> Come on, give us a little hope here. Yeah, we'll be like we'll be like Blink One Eighty Two. They always crapped on themselves. Okay, I I I know I said that the questions I was going to ask would get normal answers but odd questions. And I kind of haven't done that yet and I'm getting there, but I have to know this one. This one has to be easy for you guys. What is the best pizza you've eaten because you're a musician? Ooh, I think, I think the best pizza would have to be the only pizza we've like ate, like while we're doing music stuff. We, um, we just played a battle of the bands at uh Mr. Small's fun house. Uh, we got second place. So that's pretty cool. But, um, we went. It is. It's in Millville, so uh, we were gonna go to this cafe, and then we ended up. It ended up being closed, so we went to this pizza place. It's called uh, Iron Forge Pizza, I think. The pizza think there is so. ridiculously expensive. Like we're talking a box about this big for fifteen dollars. So we bought two of them. It was like, it was probably the, one of the best pizzas I think I've ever had. It was really, really good. But that wasn't like the only pizza that we've ever had as musicians. What what other pizza? There, I just remembered there was one time, like one of our first practices, we ordered pizza, and just devoured an entire oh, pizza. It was Boondos. We got pizza and wings. I will say probably that was pretty good. But I think that Iron Forge pizza was probably the best pizza I've had. It from, beats it from by being a musician. So much. Right. Now I'll ask a question that will get us some information about your band. <laughs> All right. So you guys are out on your first tour. For some reason, you hired me to drive your tour bus. <laughs> um, while we're out on tour, what is the soundtrack in between shows going to sound like? So what Ooh. bands are we listening to? Um, Deftones. Probably a bit of Deftones. Yeah, that's me. Uh, I'd like a little bit of Montley Crew to hype us up a little bit. Like, Kickstart My Heart, that always gets me going. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like the song we played like before our, our first show, and it got us all into it. So, say that. A bit of Blink-182. Alkaline Trio. Can't forget them. And uh, some Three Days Grace. Probably that. That's probably most of it. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. I, what I, we agree on, at least. I am willing to drive you still. I, I like those bands. <laughs> um, oh, man. Are any of your parents listening right now? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot, but I'm going to make a caveat just in case they are listening. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure they aren't. My mom's working right now. Okay. The question is, who has supported you the most as a musician? But you're not allowed to name your parents because that's a de facto one. Dang. So you have to tell me well, it, oh, Because clearly uh, they're going to be towards the top of the list. So I'm eliminating them. Okay. So you can um, tell them that I wouldn't let you say that. And now you can tell me somebody else. <laughs> probably, probably our, either our friend Connor or our friend Eddie. I was going to say either Connor, Eddie, and um, Ryan from Shellshock Multimedia. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, him too. They've been uh Ryan's the one that uh we played sound for him one time or he did sound for us at one of our shows in Uniontown and that's how we got into our battle of the bands and whatnot, which is how we got our first song out. Um 
but our two friends eddie and connor i, I probably put them equal because they've went to like all of mm-hmm. our shows and are always there they equally hype us up just as much and support us no matter where we're at um how did the band form okay um do you want to start with all above uh, uh, I guess I should start with all above. So me and me and Ben started a band. This is seven end of seventh grade, probably start of eighth. I'm I'm a senior now, so five or like five years ago. Um I got in the guitar and he got a drum set, so and we've been best friends since like third grade. So I was like, let's start a band. And he was like, Okay. So we started that. We had our friend we had uh Connor. We had him as our bassist for a couple years and then he decided to leave the band after a while got him back then he left again <laughs> and then we forced ashton to learn bass around two no, years you're forgetting ago. one important part what part while connor oh, was well. still in the band oh, well. i sang for them for like a week <laughs> yeah that too and then he just it just kind of stopped with him singing and then Connor left, and we made Ashton learn bass, and it's been unwanted downfall ever since. Nick texted me. He was like, tomorrow I'm bringing you a bass. You're learning it now. That's that's it. I mean, that's, that's kind of how I, I started doing – well, not started. I started getting paid to do band photography. Um, Jono from First Angel Media mailed me a camera and said, you're doing this. <laughs> I had been taking photos, but with not so great equipment. Mm-hmm. So she sent me a good camera and said, now do this. <laughs> and she was right. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, man. This one. Have you guys seen Back to the Future? Yeah. Oh, God. I have a while ago, but Ashton probably know about it. Okay. Because that is definitely older than you. <laughs> yeah. So if you were leaving a gig and there was a DeLorean sitting there with his door open and a flux capacitor in the back, which means you can borrow it and bring it back and nobody will ever know because you can pick the exact same time to come back there. So now you're not stealing. <laughs> Borrowing. What time in history are you going back to and what band are you going to hang out with? Oh God, that's that's a good one. Okay, so I would either go to Descendants era, like when they were first playing shows, or recently I've seen a live that Rage Against the Machine did in like a record shop, and I would really like to go see that live. I'd probably pick um like. Oh, what year would it be? It'd be like 1993-ish. Like, right when Blink-182 was starting their first shows, like little punk shows. I'd like to see them when they were first a band. So, in 1993, I was, like, Nick's age. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, slightly younger. I would have been a, let's see, 93. Depending, I would assume it's probably summer of 93, right? Yeah, so, probably. So I I would have been going into my junior year. Okay, yeah, the year younger. Um, now now I told you how. my son is fourteen to give you an idea of what this this age gap is tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Um, let's stick with movie references. So if you're sitting on a bench holding your box of chocolates and your musical idol comes and sits down beside you and says, you can ask me one question who you're talking to and what question are you going to ask them? Musical idol. Okay. Okay. Um, Trying to think of trying to think of who it would be because I got a lot of idols like musically wise. Well, I mean, you you can do a couple if you want. I'll do. I uh, thought I would have known who exactly you would have picked. 
No, no, no. There's like a there's a good th- three or four I'd probably talk to. It'd be like I'd probably pick. Hmm. Tom, De- I'd probably do Tom DeLong. I'd like uh, I'd want to. You said a question, right? Yep. Okay, I'd probably ask him something something to do with uh the one one of the reasons why he wrote this one song it's called right of spring it's from angels and airwaves and it's uh that song it song just has a lot of meaning to me it's like really nostalgic so i want to i would like to ask him why he wrote that and what it's about hey ashton how about you i've i've got nothing i want to say Probably, I feel like you would be like, uh, uh, what's his name? Fat Mike from No Effects. Is that his Ooh, name? Yeah, I didn't even think about him. Yeah. Yeah. What? But what are you asking? Him? How did the how cat do I get, get so fat? <laughs> so are you starting to say, Nick? No, I was gonna ask. I was gonna say he'd probably ask, "How do I get good at bass?" But we'll we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll keep it from getting into a fight. No. <laughs> All right. So that kind of leads me to another question, but it's probably another learning moment for you guys. Um, do you know who Robert Johnston is? Um, <laughs> I figured. Again, again, the name is familiar, but yeah. I don't know yeah. exactly who. So it, it's another blues guitarist. Okay. Um, he was terrible and kept trying, like he'd go up on stage when bands would take their breaks and try and play and the bands would chase him away. And then he disappeared from the scene for about a year and he came back and he was unbelievably good. And the legend behind it is that he sold his soul to the devil to become a good guitar player. Um, you have to look him up. He is actually really good, but it's also really old. So you're going to hear the, the recording differences. Um, but my question to you is if you're standing at the crossroads, like Robert Johnson supposedly did to sell your soul to the devil, what are you asking for in return? Ashton is really sitting there thinking, I can't believe he got me into this interview. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Um, Right. Oh, oh, write good lyrics. That's that's mine. There's like a once yeah. in a lifetime moment I get good lyrics in my head. So if I could do that all the time, it'd be set. I'd have to ask him just how to be a good musician. So get okay. yeah. <clears throat> I'm gonna give you guys a little tip there. It's practice. <laughs> you got us there. Don't sell your soul for that. Not not to be told to practice. <laughs> My references are way older than you guys, but have you seen the movie Rockstar? No. 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 Okay. So that's not that's now your homework assignment. Watch Rockstar. Got Watch it. Watch Rockstar. Um it is a movie um loosely based on um Tim Ripper Owens, who lives in Ohio. Um he was in a tribute band and the singer from Judas Priest quit and the tribute band was a tribute band of Judas Priest. So they ended up hiring Tim Ripper Owens to take his place and he recorded like two albums with them. But um, the reason I say the movie is loosely based on that is because they took some liberties with the story and Judas Priest refuses to acknowledge that it is their story because of the liberties. But anyway, um, my question for you is if you were in a tribute band and this situation came up where you had a chance to actually join the band that you were doing a tribute for, would you do it? 100%. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd decide a little bit, but most likely, yeah. It'd be a bit weird being like way younger than the rest of them, but it, it would work. <laughs> okay. Um, you can invite, now keep in mind you have a DeLorean, so it can be anybody in history because we haven't given that back yet. 
You, okay. you can invite any four people to dinner. Who's going to eat dinner with you? <clears throat> oh. Do they have to be real or can they be fiction? Ooh. Well, I mean, the DeLorean is fictional, so I guess we can go fiction. <laughs> All right. Well, the DeLorean that time travels. <laughs> <laughs> Not universe travel or just specifically time travel? <laughs> Okay, who are you referring to? I have to know now. <laughs> um, I was thinking Tyler Durden from Fight Club, because that is like my absolute favorite movie. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> hey, who are your other three? Um, Tyler Durden, Fat Mike, Mark Hoppus, and. I gotta think about the uh, last one. <laughs> Come back to me on I, that one. I'll... I think I got my four. I think uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Nikki Six. Um, who did I just have in my head? Oh, Kurt Cobain, and um, Lane Staley. Oh, that's four. Be a yeah. good. That'd be a good dinner. You didn't use up much time, Ashton. Did you get your fourth one? If not, we we can just move on. <laughs> um, Van Gogh. Oh, nice. Um, have you, Nick? Have you seen Motley Crue live? No, I didn't get the chance to see them. I was very mad. This would probably I, be the only chance to. They're they're touring again, but Mick will not be on tour. Mm, just yeah, I've it. seen that. Um, I have seen them live twice. Uh, the first time I saw them was on the Carnival of Sins tour, which was <laughs> 2004. Um, <laughs> did they sound good then? They did. Well, spe- specifically, did both, Vince sound good? Both nights I saw them, they sounded good. Okay, because I so, know that Vince's vocals can be, like, iffy. Carnival of Sins was um, probably the, the oddest concert I ever went to. There were a lot of odd things going on like on the monitors and um, like people that brought equipment out to them. I am not going into details. If you guys want to Google it or YouTube it, you do that, but I'm not telling you. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, and then that I, I went to see them that time with my brother and then uh, my brother and oh, I can't remember who else was with us, but my wife went the second time. And um, was that the one that just happened? No, it was. Okay. I don't even know what year they toured with Kiss. Oh, okay. Um, huge Kiss fan. And um, my a couple songs into Motley Crue's set, my wife turned to me and she said, "I don't care what you do." I am never coming to another Motley Crue concert with you again. Not even if it's to see Kiss. <laughs> so, that's that's understandable. So that's my quick story. My wife is not a Motley Crue fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, I've I've probably watched The Dirt about a hundred times. So, yeah, I feel I felt kind of let down by The Dirt. Yeah, a little bit, but because I, I, I feel like they edited a lot of stuff that happened out because yeah. I feel like there's no way that that was all they did. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's, well, I think one of the reasons they did that is probably they couldn't, they probably weren't allowed to show a lot of what they did. I mean, but, I, uh, I enjoyed it, but at the same time, I was like, mm, I think it was worse than that. <laughs> oh, definitely. I remember this was like I, I started watching it right when like lockdown happened and me and my friends, I swear it was like an every night ritual where we'd stay over each other's house houses and watch the dirt. I when think at one knew, point God. We for I think we forced you to watch it. Yeah, you did. At one point during the summer, uh it was like on my TV for a week straight, I swear. <laughs> So believe it or not, that actually brings up another question that I ask. <laughs> oh, God. 
You guys are you guys are suggesting them. You don't even know it. All right, so down the road, they decide to make a biopic about Unwanted Downfall. Who is going to play each of you in the movie? <laughs> Nick's face there. Go back and rewatch this part of the video. <laughs> I kind of think of people. I don't. So we're talking about like actors that would yeah. play us. Yeah, like okay. Machine Gun Kelly played played oh. Tommy Lee. Who's going to play you? Oh God, I don't know anybody that looks anywhere near me. Well, <laughs> I would say that none of them really look exactly like how Motley Crue looked, so it doesn't matter that much. Um. I don't know. I I really like Johnny Depp, and I think that'd be cool to have him do a movie, be me in a movie. And he plays guitar, so it kind of works out. I mean, yeah, you do kind of look like Johnny Depp. I get if I you get like cool. squint and tilt your head a little he, bit. He he might need to use the Delorean to get to the point where he, your ages oh, yeah. match up. <laughs> match up. <laughs> I got nothing for you, Ashton. Someone, there's, <laughs> I don't think there's many people that look like you. No. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's anyone willing enough to dye their hair as many times as I have. That's true. The, the phases of Ashton's hair is a scary one. So, do you guys want another quick story? Sure. Oh, yeah. Right, so, it's crazy hair day at school today. And I don't normally have a lot of hair. As you can see right now, I don't have any. Um, So for Crazy Hair Day, I shaved my hair off and wrote the word hair across the back of my head. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, That's pretty cool. So that, that was today. And then my wife told me to go to the store on my way home and I had the word hair on the back of my head. <laughs> Did so, you get any weird looks? You know what? I found my my penguin's um, tassel cap in the car and I wore it. <laughs> um, Should have just went into that store loud and proud with hair on the back. I, I almost did. I, I, st- I got out of the car and I was looking at the hat and I'm like, I can't go in there without that. <laughs> I went back and grabbed it. <laughs> um, now, I will say on Monday was pajama day and I went to a store wearing my pajamas. So that's that's pretty normal. That's not I see, I, it's I not normal. People. It's not normal for me, but yes, you do see people do that. Half the people I see come in the into my store wearing pajamas, so that's, no, that I, wouldn't be anything weird. It, it should be noted that when I got to the cash, re- cash register, the the lady working was like, "So it's pajama day at school today." <laughs> <laughs> so so they know who I am. Oh yeah. <laughs> That was not the store I would have had hair on them back in my head. I, that was a different one. <laughs> anyway, um, what is I, – I recently, last week, covered a show for First Angel Media, which we were talking about earlier, half-covered Halloween. Um, and the theory behind that show is, like, the one I was at was an Ozfest, so all the bands had to cover – a band from an Ozfest show. Yeah. Um, if you were going and then play their own, their own music too. So if you were able to pick a band to half cover, who would you half cover? Oh God. Uh, I feel like that's like three bands that could come down to. I feel like yeah. it'd either be like, well, what three are we thinking Ashton? Cause we might be thinking of one different band. Cause I think we like got three days. Oh, okay. That's the one we're thinking a bit differently. Oh, uh. I was thinking uh, Alkaline Trio and Three Days Grace. Yep. I was going to okay. say either Three Days Grace or Deftones. I was going to put Deftones instead of Blink. I, I'd probably say we'd probably do Three Days Grace. Okay. Yeah. That's the most towards our sound, so it makes sense. The, the Deftones were covered at that show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a new question. First time I asked that one, you guys got a new one. <laughs> All right. Um. Hmm. Just for the record, the Pennsylvania Rock Show this week um, is a comedy edition where a guy is in character and he was interviewing me and he turned a lot of my questions around on me. So I understand where you guys are right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
you finally got a taste of your own medicine. I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, except everything was he was in he was doing a really he was doing a Russian accent. And oh like, God! When he asked me the pizza question, he asked me the best borscht that I've had, um, which I've never had. But <laughs> so I get it. In fact, on the question about sitting down for dinner, I, I said to him, "You know, I'm starting to rethink asking him this question." And then I asked it the very next show I did. <laughs> okay, let's let's um let's talk about your song real quick since I've had you on the air for like 36 minutes. Um, so you guys just released Pain, Greed, and War. Um, why don't you give me I, – I, I say that your MTV moment, but MTV probably hasn't played music while you guys were alive. Um, <laughs> I think a little bit. Pro- probably, I feel like the early – like mid-2000s, I feel like they did. I could be totally wrong, though. <laughs> All right, so tell me about your song. Oh, okay, so – I remember writing this song vividly. Um, I was really, I was very mad one day, just, just done with everything. I probably had a really bad day at work if I'm thinking right, because people at work just anger me a lot. I came home and I was thinking about a lot of things. This is when um, the, um, the stuff with abortion happened and everything. So a lot of people were like left and right about it all going at it. Um, When all like the, like, um, one of the lines in there, like the fires and the disasters, like how we have like a lot of big wildfires that are ruining the planet. And I was writing and I was like, well, let's, let's make a song. I want to make a song about how, like the way that we treat the earth and whatnot. So I started writing and um, it, it's about like how like big, like I'd say like big politicians, like our, our leaders in the world, like how we treat our world, not good. And it's not even like the, big leaders of the world it's uh it goes down to us as well and not saying us three but like people that are like at our level as well don't treat the world right and um i'd say it's probably like our deepest song for one of them yeah it's our it's our only political song if you want that probably technically but um yeah yeah i don't think we have any other songs that get like kind of into that so uh, the songwriting process was fun. That was, I think that was like one of the first times that Ashton's like fully wrote like a bass riff. And it, it's yeah. good. Like that's my favorite bass part ever that we've made. And I, I think it's one of my favorite bass lines I, like ever now. I love it. It's, and, um, it's definitely it's one of the best that I've written. Oh yeah. I think, I think it's great. Ben came up with some really good drums, like the the intro right at like with the hi hat and the ride. I think is like we a lot of people come up to us like when they're talking about our song, and they're like, "I love that part. Like it's really intricate and nice." So um, I, I think it's our most complex song to date, and I, I think it shows like what our sound's gonna be like. Um, so how many songs? How many originals do you guys have right now? Oh, um, probably around ten to twelve. Okay. Somewhere around just there. So Some aren't like fully finished. Just so you know, I just set you up for another question. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. So what we're going to do here is so we're going to take a moment and we're going to listen to Pain, Greed, and War by Unwanted <clears throat> Downfall. Sorry about that. And we'll be right back.
All right, that was Pain, Greed, and War by Unwanted Downfall. Ashton and Nick are hanging out with me tonight. Drummer Ben is at work. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> Walmart got him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the question I set up right before we came into the song. Um, <clears throat> so there's a <laughs> there's an apocalyptic event that happens on Earth. And it wipes out all but a handful of people. And all but one song from every band. Which one of your songs should survive and help repopulate the earth? Oh, God. Um, the song has to repopulate the earth? It has to help repopulate the earth. Take I, I that into question. however you want. <laughs> I knew this this question was probably coming at one point. Um, I, I saw your reaction. I knew you, you had heard that one. <laughs> Um, probably our song forever and always. It's our like only lovey song that we have. Yeah. I feel like all of our other songs are just down and like kind of depressing. So yeah, probably, probably forever and always, which might be coming out soon. So <laughs> we'll save oh, that for another time. There you go with that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Again, what's your reaction when you rewatch this video? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So Ashton's reaction when I ask a question is to look up at the sky, and yours. Mine's is. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, that's just my thinking face. <laughs> uh, so I didn't used to do the video. I video started when the pandemic started, when we locked down, and um, I can't believe that it took that many years before I was like, why don't I do video? <laughs> because now I can't imagine doing it without it because it seeing the reactions is great man you you might have wanted to take off the video because these two faces aren't the aren't the prettiest <laughs> thing listen are you looking <laughs> i don't know ashton ashton has his halloween costume on right now yeah if you couldn't tell <laughs> they just made me think of scooby-doo <laughs> okay actually that's another question I haven't asked that one in forever. Um, so if you were going to guest star in a cartoon, what Ooh. cartoon would it be and which character would play you guys? And this is not my question. This is Christina San- Santavica, who is from um, uh, the Shadow Event is her band. She guest hosted one time and asked that question. And I told her that I was going to use it and I haven't used it in a long time. So, Christina Santavica, the shadow event. It's her fault. <laughs> I think I already have the perfect answer for this, and I don't know if Ashton remembers, but uh, it has to be SpongeBob. And um, I'd be SpongeBob, Ashton would be Squidward, and Ben would be oh. Patrick. And we have we we have a picture of this somewhere. I have it in my camera roll. And it's a picture of like them three. It was like one of the. Um, one of the episodes where they're actually like playing in a band and um, they both uh, Squidward, I think Squidward and SpongeBob both have guitars and Patrick has drumsticks that so matches perfectly. And uh, we edited it to where our names are above each of them. And that's been like <laughs> something that all of our friends know about. So it have to be SpongeBob. That was a quick one. Um, yeah. So Nick Nick's internet is acting up a little bit, but I think in, it came through enough that everybody could understand what he said. Um, his, you see him, his movement too, right, Ashton? <laughs> yeah, he's like a robot right now. Oh, God. Is it still like that? No, it's a little uh, better. Okay. <laughs> that was a little better. Yeah. But it came through enough that I think everyone is going to understand that you said that SpongeBob and Squidward and Patrick. Um, okay. At least I got that, so hopefully... But I also have headphones on. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So I told you three more questions, so I'm going to stick to that. Um, where can people find you and your music online? Um, so Facebook, Instagram, soon to be a TikTok, hopefully. All of those are unwanted downfall. Um, well, our Instagram is unwanted downfall official, and that's where we post most of our stuff. And uh, it has our link tree in the bio, which goes to our website, our Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, and everything. Um, 
our website as well, which is at the bottom on wanted.godaddysites.com. Right here. Which that has a lot of our information, like which shows that are coming up and everything. Okay. So, yeah. Last question. What's coming up next for Unwanted Downfall? This Saturday, October, well, uh, well, this everybody watching live, October 29th, this Saturday, we're playing a Halloween show at the Miller's Knife Hole, I believe it's called. It's yeah. in Uniontown, and we're playing with uh, two bands. I'm not going to say the one's name as it's not the most. I don't think we're allowed to say that name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll keep the PG 13 for that one. Um, and this other band broom, which the cool, I'll, I'll give a little story. So I'll be the storyteller this time. Um, <laughs> the, for our battle of the bands that we just got second place at broom was actually the first place. And so the big running thing is that we've been hyping up is like this show has been planned for months and now it's like the two winners of the battle of the bands are going to be playing together the very next week. So it's supposed to be a really good show. And, um, after that, November 4th at uh, Black, Forge, Black Forge Coffee and McKee's Rocks, playing with uh, some other bands that I, I honestly haven't heard of. I believe some of them were like Blind Colors, The Maple Leaves, Lila, and um, I think there was one more. I, I forget their name, but that'll be a pretty fun show. That one starts around 6.30. Okay. So I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight. Thank you. Thank and, you for uh, hosting us. You're welcome. Make sure you check them out at unwantedownfall.godaddysites.com and the other social media sites that they mentioned just moments ago. Um, Make sure you check us out on the 1st and 15th for three questions and a song every Friday for the Pennsylvania Rock Show and sporadically, supposed to be once a month, Friendly Fire on xrpradio.co.uk, which is a live show where John First Angel and I go and battle against the playlist of a radio station in Scotland. And uh, we put up songs from our music scene up against songs in their music scene and the chat room votes on which song they like better. And uh, generally it's a fun time. And most of the stuff that's said is very, very positive, even for the losing band. Um, That the next time we're doing that is November 20th. No. Yes. November 20th, which is a Sunday. At like 8 a.m. Oh, God. Because it's during their Zerpathon, which is when they're raising money for the radio station. And they're going like 72 hours straight. And that's the only time to fit in my schedule. <laughs> and I'm going to be at Squirrel Hill Sports Bar the night before for a Neostem CD release taking photos on my birthday. <laughs> so I'm spending my birthday taking photos and getting up at 8 a.m. the next day to do a radio show so it could get a little squirrely <laughs> oh yeah um with that said this has been episode number 87 of three questions and a song